Have you felt like all you do is work or think about work? Have you started to base your value of self-worth through your business achievements without sort of even realizing? In today's episode, I'm going to provide you with my three top tips to forming a healthier life as a solopreneur. Welcome to the Brand Made Podcast. Thanks for joining me here, self-made listeners. I'm your host, Olivia Goodenough. I think all solopreneurs and entrepreneurs can fall into this trap of evaluating their own self-worth based on how well their business is doing. And I've definitely experienced this firsthand. It's not surprising how consumed we are all within our businesses. I mean, we practically birth the things from envisioning, building and growing and working on them every day. But this is where we start to put our businesses first and ourselves second. It slowly happens and without us kind of really realizing. But then it has this knock-on um, effect and negative impact onto our personal life. I'm also going to show how um, and why you should be forming healthier boundaries for your business and social media account, as well as stop you from being sort of a workaholic in your own home all with the goal to stop your personal life being negatively impacted by your growing business anymore. Like I previously mentioned earlier, all of us entrepreneurs can all agree on is that we are very involved and heavily consumed within our businesses. Some people go as far to referring them as their babies. And just like when becoming a mother, um, going into motherhood, some women experience they lose a part of themselves. They lose a part of their own self-identity and attach their identity to the child. Well, it might sound weird, but I actually kind of see a link between that and with personal brands. Within personal branding, we don't separate our own identity from our businesses and we are our businesses and we actually use our self-identity to promote and sell to others. This can make it especially hard for solopreneurs to separate themselves um, from it because you need one part for the other. But if we continue to base our identity directly with the health uh, of our businesses, it can start to negatively impact our lives. I've experienced it actually firsthand with um, a super slow growing business. I felt my confidence knocked constantly and I weirdly feel this pressure to be continually proving myself to other people in whatever situation. I also, without realizing for a really long time, um, put my business before my own needs and wants. When we start to do this, you're telling yourself that your business health is more important than your own. And that's not okay. You might have just had a aha moment and realized that you felt um, or experienced some of the things that I'm saying. And that's the first step in noticing. And now we need to take action and um, make it right again. So even if you're a personal brand, the first step is realizing that, yes, you have a business, but you are not just your business. What I mean by this is, yes, your business is your face. Your brand is most likely registered under your name, but your business is not the whole of your identity, meaning the outcomes that are actually usually out of our control, such as um, failures and successes, they are not the factors that define who we are. So how do I put myself first and start creating an identity that isn't consumed by my business? Well, I've created a few steps for anyone who wants to start implementing this in their day. Please do. It helped me um, so much. So firstly, it changed my morning routine. Last year, my morning routine was 
chaotic, a big mess, rushed. Like I would open my eyes and just feel like I had already started the day behind and late. And to be fair, I wasn't getting up particularly early. It wasn't late, but it wasn't particularly early. I used to just jump out of bed, chuck on some clothes and grab a cup of tea and toast and sit at my desk with it in my hand. I didn't realize that these actions were actually telling me something. They were secretly telling me or reinforcing this idea that I didn't have time for myself, that from the moment my eyes opened, I should be working. So before New Year's 2021, I decided to create a new morning routine, something I would actually enjoy. And I made it a point to get up early so that I wasn't chasing my tail anymore and I could make time for myself every day, first thing. Your routine may look differently, but what my routine looks like is I set my alarm for six and I put it away on my desk so that I actually have to get out of bed to turn it off. I usually get back into bed, turn the bedside lamp and sit up. I can do anything on my phone, but not Instagram or anything kind of linked to work. I just give myself 10 to 20 minutes to sort of like properly wake up. Then I get dressed into comfy active wear and do roughly around 20 to 30 minutes of yoga. I jump in the shower, get dressed properly and make breakfast. But now I actually have time to decide what I want to eat in the morning. I start work between eight or nine instead. So I definitely have time. But through this routine, I've realized I'm reinforcing to myself kind of a subconscious level that my business, my business can wait. My work can wait. I'm quite literally putting myself first. It's not selfish or self-centered to put yourself first. I mean, I'm getting up early to make time for myself. See, um, seeing it as more of a priority, prioritizing yourself again. Honestly, I would recommend you giving it a go tomorrow morning. It's a game changer. You don't have to get up at the same time, but give yourself at least a couple hours to turn Um, to yourself I'm not a morning person by any means but since having a clear like routine I actually kind of look forward to it Um, I have hit days where you just don't feel up for it Um, most I just try and power through um, and feel better for it but sometimes you haven't got the strength to do anything much in the morning so I don't really force myself to do yoga every morning but I do always try to just however wake up early So how do we create an identity that isn't solely uh, revolved around our business? This is when you should make sure you've got hobbies. We all can binge, (laughs) watch Married at First Sight or sitcoms or series on Netflix, which I ain't gonna lie, something sometimes feels pretty good to do. And didn't Uh, and didn't do that too long ago actually but hobbies help us form and express who we are and has nothing to do with our businesses so don't feel the need to share it with your followers I'll discuss boundaries around social media next but hobbies are something you should enjoy and that you want to do I found myself disconnected from um, previously I went from someone who loved to dance and did ballet and to someone that literally didn't do anything active for seven or eight years and I've realized that I'm a fairly lazy person and I do really enjoy lying around or lounging around but I also actually do really still enjoy moving my body just school gave me 
of super high representation of exercise and running outside and group sport, even gyms aren't really my thing. So start doing some yoga, surprise, surprise, in lockdown, I swear. If you didn't get engaged, buy a dog or start a new hobby, you didn't do lockdown right. Anyway, I also um, work out a specific body part like abs, glutes um, every week at home, just at home with equipment and walk the dog too. I think it's actually just really good practice to um, start checking in with yourself. Um, Have you gone out today? (laughs) Have you done something you wanted this week? Have you eaten healthy? Making sure you take care of yourself in all aspects of your personal life is something we should all be doing. But especially if you've had like a full on week, make sure you're not letting your own well-being be affected by it. One of my other suggestions that has helped me Um, is by introducing a few new hobbies. I found that hobbies take your mind off thinking about your business. When I'm working up a sweat, I'm definitely not thinking about my website traffic, um, bounce back rates and content. Um, Our thoughts really do make who you are and hobbies are a great way to stop your mind from constantly thinking about work and focusing your time and attention on something else please don't take away from this that I'm saying you can never chill and watch Netflix because believe me you definitely can but I make sure uh, but I make sure I have other things to occupy my time with and give myself a greater sense of purpose and um, I identity away from my business if all you do is work and want Netflix it's easy to feel like that's all you ever do Um, hobbies provide you with new experiences and provide you with other interests and facets to your identity that you might not have realized you can try selecting hobbies from a few of the following categories so you can start doing something that's creative to do or an active out doors uh remember to stay social learn a new skill through like an online course or something do anything creative creativity doesn't obviously have to be drawing or painting creative you could be shown through cooking diy furniture or even knitting as long as you're picking something that you're actually enjoying doing and one of the best things is actually starting like a project separate from anything else um kind of like a secret project that not even you're going to share online with your followers or your tribe sort of thing that's um a really good idea too so when you start your business, you might not have realized that you're branded yourself as a personal brand. And if you need to know whether you're a personal brand or a business brand, then go listen to episode eight. With social media today, most personal brands are about showing up daily and being very transparent online. It's obviously refreshing to see and helps people build trust in you faster than anything. However, if you find it difficult to shop online and or you share something previously now that you wish you kind of haven't, um, then I think it's definitely time to create some boundaries. So a couple of years back, I posted a picture of me and my boyfriend because it was our anniversary. I posted this on my business account. I didn't really think about it at the time, but I should have probably asked him if he actually minded about his face being on that account it's a public account which means that anyone can see the feed without following me and I have a lot of people on there that I don't actually know now he didn't mind absolutely absolutely he did not mind when I brought it up but that maybe I should have asked that could have gone differently if he didn't if it that didn't sit right with him so I made some boundaries that felt comfortable um 
with with myself so if you want to join me grab a pen and paper and start your social media boundary list of things you're happy to share posting uh talking about and a few on this list could be I'm happy to share my wins and failures within my business I'm happy to share show my face I'm happy to show my dog um I'm happy to show this room in my house I'm yeah sort of thing like I'm I'm posting a picture with a friend or a family member I'll always ask before assuming I'm happy to share with my followers that I'm dyslexic I'm happy to share what book I'm reading I'm happy to share my age etc I'm uh, and all these things like you can obviously decide yourself what are you happy to share in on your profile um, and what things do you actually kind of want to keep secret or keep not keep secret maybe if that's a bad term but like keep to yourself now go grab another piece of paper and write down the things that you aren't prepared to share online it might amaze you that even the people you feel close to and follow online you don't actually know everything so a few things on my list are I'm not going to share the outside of my house for obviously safety reasons. I'm not going to share much about my personal relationships. People don't really need to know that. I'm not going to share my religious views. I'm not going to share all my personal interests and hobbies. Now it's your turn to obviously come up with your own list and make sure you're sticking to the boundaries that you've set. And this isn't like tarnishing about being transparent this is just actually I think a healthy way of going about social media while trying to um, run a business and uh, be very open online I think it's about almost protecting yourself for um, sort of not regressing anything later in life when working for yourself you're responsible for everything and although you probably are capable of setting your own hours we can all kind of get caught up from time to time being workaholics I'm not saying that if your business is in the lead up or build up to something big like a launch or something that you shouldn't work more hours but long working days shouldn't become the new norm because you can set the hours it's easy to either do too much or too little usually it is the latter you also have flexibility around what time of the day you prefer to work whether that's you starting work at 7 to 11 and then having a long break in the middle of the day and then not getting back till 3 till 7 it's it's up to you but here's the biggie you should be working more than the average nine to five or eight hours days Actually, working five hours a day sometimes pushes you to be more productive and prioritize tasks more efficiently. I've currently been reading the four-hour work week, and it's true. We sometimes fill our days with just unnecessary tasks, kind of like fluff. We do this just to pad out our days so we can work till five and kind of feel like, yeah, we deserve to finish now. But if we really think about it, every office job out there seriously can't take the same amount of time to get it done so my solution is to make sure you are prioritizing tasks that is far better than counting down the hours I gave myself two tasks when I wrote this script and that was to write the podcast episode plan 12 reels for Instagram that's it once those two things were done I could call it a day 
if I completed those two things by five, then I would obviously stop. But if I finish them earlier, it doesn't mean that I can go on to something else. But I've made sure I've completed the two most important things that I needed to get done that day. Also, another thing is, if you are obviously a service-based business, make sure you're telling your clients what hours that you're working to. If you are doing five-hour days or if you are working uh, different hours outside the regular nine to five, make sure that they know and that they can um, not be emailing you consistently, interrupting you within your free time. Also, just because you are your own boss, Now, that doesn't mean you can't take time off. Remember to actually book time off in advance, like how a normal business would. Book it off in the calendar so that you can actually get ready and make sure you have everything done before you want to take that day off. And it actually also means that you get to plan something in advance and sort of look forward to taking that time off. The next thing isn't just about the amount of hours you work, it's about where you work. What does your workspace sort of look like? And really the most important question is, where is it in relationship to your relaxing area? Unfortunately, my desk is in my bedroom. However, it's slightly detached away from my bed facing towards the wall in a slightly an alcove a bit. So I try to keep these two spaces separate so that I don't um, mix my personal relaxing space with my working space. This is just another way to not let your business interfere too much within your personal relaxing time because if you work consistently in your bed or something or on the couch that's where you're going to be sitting when you're trying to relax and it's not going to give you that complete separation that would be healthy for you so make sure you try to if you can depending on obviously where you work in your house but try and make sure you're keeping these uh, spaces separately You've come to a close, ladies. I hope you've taken away how crucial it is to make sure you start putting your needs first again. I've provided you with actionable steps to implement today in the hopes you can rebuild a healthier personal identity and still run your own business. We've covered how to separate your identity with work through developing other skills by taking up new hobbies. We looked at how to create your own list of personal boundaries for social media to have some kind of privacy and understanding with others and what you will feel comfortable about sharing daily. Plus, we've discovered why you should be keeping track on the amount of hours you're doing in a day. These steps will support you and not let you feel so affected when your business is having either a slow month. Stay focused on other tasks and not let your thoughts be all-consuming of your business. Remember to reinforce daily you and your personal needs and priorities. And work is second. To also realize that actually your business success is your business success and you should be proud of but it doesn't make you same goes for your failures in your business failures don't break you or lower your self-worth or value as a person it just means there is room and time for improvement i really hope you start implementing this advice it really has helped me especially the morning routine i really would recommend that if anyone is struggling Thank you to all the self-made listeners for tuning into the Brand Made Podcast. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. If you found it helpful, please do share it with your other fellow business owners. And please subscribe to this podcast and leave a review. Once again, I really appreciate you all. And I hope to see you here next week. Have a wonderful day and goodbye for now.